Hello, and welcome back to another podcast episode with the lovely Hear Her Speak magazine. Ladies, it's Lauren, the founder and editor of Hear Her Speak magazine, founder, editor, and one of the one of the writers and one of the editors of Hear Her Speak magazine <laughs> with you all today. And I have two of my lovely staff members with me, and they're going to introduce themselves real quick. Hi, my name is Roshni. I'm an editor and content creator for this magazine. Hi, I'm Jamie. I am a writer and editor for the magazine. Thank you so much, ladies. Okay, so today for our lovely October 2021 theme of the month, we are going to be talking about deception and disguise because we came up with this idea actually because of Halloween considering that is of course in the lovely month of October and we all dress up in costumes and whatever but we were thinking there's a lot more to unravel when we're talking about deception and disguise and what does that mean in this day and age as we have social media and we have technology and also just social situations in which are we really being the our true authentic selves and if we aren't why are we putting up a farce, if you will? I'm sorry, I had to use some Bridgerton language there. But, you know, let's get into it. Who wants to start us off? Hello. Um, I would like to say that you have made some very good points. Look at me. I'm speaking in a British accent. I am disgust. Okay, I'm going to stop with that. That was horrible. That wasn't even funny. Okay, um, I think... I'm going to talk about, I wanted to talk about that social media thing you were talking about. Um, a lot of people kind of just want to put the best version of themselves out there. I feel like that's all that there is to it with that. But like people take it a bit too far sometimes, you know, with like excessively photoshopping themselves or like change, altering their body, like through photo editing apps and like posting it online. And then they'll be like, oh, I'm all natural. And then young girls or young boys will like see that and be like why don't I look like that you know so I feel like that's not healthy but because you know you can do whatever you do in your free time just be like be honest about it right but like um I think this need to like people please and show the best version of yourself totally comes from the fact that people are ruthless online because you know they're also kind of masked by some disguise so people feel like they can be mean and say stuff that they would never say to your face in person. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Very good point. It's like zero points, but yeah. No, I think I think you were totally right. I like the your one of your first points and what you were saying. It's like you always want people to we all want people to like us. So sometimes we will kind of not necessarily fully change ourselves, but we may make some little snippet you know fixes to something that we may know about ourselves that we think other people would see as either um i hate to use turn off but it's like if someone was that way you wouldn't want to necessarily be around them per se and even as someone who coming from someone who is an extreme people pleaser in the sense of i'm always wanting to make sure that like confrontation does not happen and not that I would not 
stick up for myself in the sense of if like my actual identity was being threatened or something like that or someone was being awful to me in that situation but like if it's a situation in which um like if i'm talking to you all and like i'm like hey guys we should probably do this and if everyone is like kind of like or not really giving me any response i'm like or, or we don't need to you know <laughs> it doesn't matter or anything like that like it's something i tend to do and i need to stop doing that because it's like it's okay if not everyone wants to do that, you know? And even my sister and I, we were talking about um, a song that had came out recently and we disagreed on like, was it good or not? She didn't like it, I liked it. And she was like, but no. And she was like really sad because we disagreed on it. And she was like, I wanted us to find something to bond on. And I was like, it's okay, we bonded everything else. So it's okay to have those differences. So I think, I think it's, unfortunate because we live in a society in which we all want to please everybody and we all want to seem appealing to everyone we want to seem cool for lack of a better term and so sometimes we put ourselves in awkward positions because we want that friend so bad or we want this relationship with someone so bad or whatever or we want to appear as this or that that we either slightly change something about ourselves or we end up we keep making those little tiny changes and it ends up becoming something that completely changes us as individuals. So I think that was a good point of what you made, Roshni, in terms of a lot of like, that's what it stems from in terms of when we think social media or when we think friendships and whatnot. That was a long tangent. I apologize. Jamie, do you have something? Never apologize. No, don't apologize. <laughs> Seriously, though, you and Amber are so cute, all. But <laughs> yes, I agree with both of you guys' points on that. That we um, that we tend, or at least us, I do think that there's an element of womanhood that comes with wanting or thinking that pleasing people is sort of an element of survival or something that we become used to. And it's kind of interesting because in my theories and foundations of african-american studies class we um were talking about intersectionality and one thing that came up was that well my teacher dr grace gibson she said that we can often feel the need to like sort of make our make other people comfortable and but we're inside we're like basically making ourselves uncomfortable by doing that but you aren't going to be able to do that like as Roshni said like people online are just mean like you aren't going to be able to please everybody online it's impossible you won't <laughs> there's no way <laughs> so I just think you might as well just be your authentic self I love that I love how that that's such a good point of you know, we want everyone else to be so comfortable so much that we will put either our feelings on the back burner or we would feel like put our biggest priorities on the back burner just simply to make sure everyone else feels comfortable. And at the end of the day, that's not beneficial to anyone because there's like, in terms of what we're talking about, um, and to your point of intersectionality, we're an intersectional feminist magazine. So we're going to talk about those. <laughs> we're going to be talking about those those little things in the world, like in terms of um, 
if you're in a situation in which you're a person of color in an environment where there are no people of color, or if you're in a situation where you're the only woman in a room full of men, or like only cisgender woman in a room full of cisgender men, that's there's this big difference or whatever. But at the same time, even though that big difference is there, you shouldn't stop being you. You should always be authentically you because that's who you are and you should be proud of that. And even if it takes you a while to get to that point, we have to make sure that we're not losing ourselves and trying to fit in. Because at the same time, like when we're thinking um, intersectionality, intersectional feminism, it's more of making sure we acknowledge the differences that everyone has and we find ways of how we can connect, how we can blend those differences into something good, into something beautiful, into something that should have been the case in the first place. But, you know, I think that was a really good point, Jamie. I really enjoyed that. Yes. This is a great conversation, everyone. Already. We're not even 10 minutes in yet. What is another thing that we would like to talk about? Did a good job talking about deception and disguise. But this is the month of Halloween, so um if y'all can still trick or treat, what do you want to trick or treat at? I mean, who would you want to decept everyone? That's not even how you phrase it. What kind of disguise would you want to wear? What kind of costume, if you would? You know, the funny thing is, I was literally thinking about this yesterday because we're going to have our Halloween watch party with the women of Hear Her Speak, and it's going to be great. And we're all probably going to dress up like we kind of did last year. Um, and I was thinking that I would love to be Zaylee from Children of Blood and Bone because she's freaking amazing. And yeah, that's who I think I'm going to be this year. And I think I could pull it off. I just need to get like a silver grayish wig Ooh. to work to make it happen but yeah that's what i would like to do but that's we shall cool. see i have no idea what i would want to be um i don't know i don't want to just be basic again more of a freaking onesie maybe i'll be a cat instead. No, that's so basic. What the heck? <laughs> cats are never basic. No, they're always so cute because you can always do them up. Think about Cats, the, the musical. <laughs> no, literally stop. Don't okay, the cat just dropped. You, you just ruined it. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to go as Lily from Fairy Tale. Not it. Happy, not Carla. Lily. I love it. Very cute. Thank you. What about you, Jamie? You slayed us last year. Thank you. But you, you No. Shush. No shush. I'm going to be Chiaki Nanami from Danganronpa 2. I love that. Oh, my God. I have a hoodie. And it's not her hoodie, but it's a cute hoodie. So, uh. I guess I'm going to plug Melanated Magical Girls. It's by a black girl, and they're, they have nice hoodies and nice clothes in general. And, yeah, it, it's very cute. Deception, disguise. We have a lot of great content, this issue, that is being created, talking about everything and, and all that good stuff. 
that really connect to deception in disguise. I think with deception in disguise in terms of just our regular lives and whatever. Oh, okay. I think I came up with something. Why are we so entranced by disguises? Like you think about um, so in terms of disguises, deception, why are we so entranced by it? You know? I am in a Shakespeare class right now, and even though Shakespeare was a jerk, like most of the playwrights of that time and still now, if they aren't woke, you know. Anyway, he's the master of disguise because so many of his characters, especially in the comedies, or only really in the comedies, the characters are constantly dressing up as other people, either to prove a point or to get something they want. So what does that say about our, and he kept doing it. There's something funny about it and there's something endearing about it. But why do we love it so much? Aren't we supposed to be talking about being ourselves? So why do we like disguises? I think, I think it's the idea, idea of transformation. That's just so intriguing to us. Like, like, I don't know. It's just, it gives you the opportunity to be someone completely different like because it's like in that kind of situation it's not even just oh i don't like the way my nose looks um i'm gonna photoshop it away it's like you you become like in like that kind of situation you become like a whole different person and like seeing that being like played in like movies books cinemas like i don't know cinemas i already said movies who the fuck's a cinema oh my god um it it i don't know it's just interesting to see because it's 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 really the way they portray it also is really captivating you know how they undergo these processes they become a whole new person and it's like i don't know if it's christmas jim carrey (laughs) yes oh my god yes but i don't know just yeah i think it's the whole idea of just becoming a whole different person that's really interesting yeah okay um well, for me personally, I like tricking people. I love tricking people. Like, it's it's so fun. Like, remember when you were a kid and you would, like, play pranks on, like, your siblings or, like, on your parents? Like, that's just, like, so fun. I think it's, like, thrilling to just, like, do shenanigans. That is a very weird way of saying it. But it's just, like, so fun to do. But... If we're going to go deeper to that, like Roshin was saying, I think there's like something intriguing about transformation. Like I know in anime, it's like always fun to watch the transformation, especially with Sailor Moon and like all shoujos. Like you just do like that magical little twirl and the little sparkles and glitter and the outfit change. It's just so cute and fun. And like, I don't know, it's so, it's so thrilling in a way. I don't really know why. But maybe maybe it has to do with the fact that you don't have to be true to yourself. Like perhaps that's there's something inherently boring about being authentic mainly because there's nothing to hide and like maybe unpeeling the mystery is something that's a very interesting interesting. yes never thought about it that way that was a very (laughs) that was very thoughtful 
I was just like, whoa. <laughs> You can add if you want, Roshni. Oh, no, I'm still processing that. <laughs> but um, I was going to, I don't even know what I was going to say. I was going to, I was just going to say, I thought in, like, those situations, it was because, like, of what the transformation represented. Because, you know, when they would make those, like, they would go into, like, their little, out, I don't want to say outfits. Um, They would transform into, like, I don't know, like, battle gear, like, into that other form. You knew it was about to come. You knew what was about to happen. And you were kind of just, like... Heck yeah, that's fun. Okay, I'm done. Oh well, um, I do get that. I think both of you, it is something intriguing about transformation in the sense of what it can be. Like, you know, what am I thinking about? And that idea of anime, like Urza, whenever she, you know, requips. That's a whole situation that is, like, every time she, like, debuts a new look, I'm like, oh, my gosh, what's she going to do now? Because it's, like, it's either it gives someone a sense of power, I guess, or something like that. And it's not even if they're necessarily changing themselves and maybe, like, an alter ego they have or a persona they have, you know. Like, drag. I think drag is a big situation of disguise, in a sense. But it's kind of, like... From what I've seen in RuPaul's Drag Race, a lot of the um, drag queens, they're saying whenever they're in their drag persona, it's like they have so much more confidence. They, you know, it's like a whole different personality that they have to do. And it's like they're being able to express themselves in a way that they may not be able to when they don't have, you know, the whole look, the whole aesthetic, everything on. And I think that's really interesting because, you know, I always say, like, um, example. When I was a debutante, that was a moment which I really had to kind of break out of my usual thing of just like chilling, keeping to myself and like literally being presented in a room full of like hundreds of people. And it was kind of like me taking this moment. And that night I was invincible. You could not touch me. I was so excited and being able to kind of, not that that's a disguise, but it's something that I don't usually do. And I felt empowered to be able to do that because it was a night that was about all of the girls who were debutantes that year but we were all able to kind of be princesses for the night if you will you know because while we are all always princesses it's a situation (laughs) of like being able to like actually wear a big beautiful wedding gown actually but it's a ball gown and we are dancing with our dads then we're dancing with one another then we're dancing with our escorts our guy friends, cousins, brothers, whatever. And, you know, it's everything. And then the whole night, it's about us. So we're kind of like the women of honor in the sense that we don't get those opportunities a lot at all. So that was a weird, like, common, like, connection. But it's like in the idea of we're kind of princesses being introduced to society in that way. And so I think it's a cool way to be able to do that because it does give you that sense of, confidence if you will or that sense of like wow this is this is happening wow this is cool so yeah I don't know what my point was there but it's an example to an extent it's not an extreme example but yeah but drag is definitely an example yeah I get it I see where you're going or where you. you went and what it meant like that basically like 
well, I guess I'm going to like rephrase it in a different way. They're like when you're being like your regular self, that there's like a level of authenticity to that. But when you become somebody different, so to speak, then you can honestly like not really be, you can sort of be impenetrable, I should say, because it's a disguise. Like if somebody were coming at you with a sword, <laughs> this is like a very out of pocket analogy. But if somebody were coming at you with a sword and you didn't have on armor, in this case, like the disguise, then you would just get stabbed straight through. But when you have on that armor, you can like it either will go through with a lot of effort or it won't go through at all. And I think that's what like the layer of disguise is that it like gives you that sort of power within that armor. That was perfection. Yes. That was so. Jamie, I swear, every time. That no, was literally you did perfect, it. <laughs> perfect. Yes. Yeah, I, I have nothing else, you know, that, yeah. That's a really good point, though. Like, it's, I think we're all, because a lot of times when we see, like, underdog characters that are very chill, calm, collected, whatever, or keeps to themselves or introverted or whatever, when they have these alter egos or whatever, it's like they're finally getting to that point of, like, I, I can do it, I can do it. And then we're like, oh, yeah. And then, you know, we get excited. So, I mean, little example, but the armor, uh, yeah, yeah. And that's also like when you think about when we have people who are on the, like, on the surface, they seem really rude or mean or whatever. It's because of their layers that they have, because they've been hurt before and they don't know how to kind of cope with that. So they keep putting up their guard every single time. And it's that their sense of armor and people are like, oh, they're this nasty person. But I'm like, no, that's just a disguise. They're really a sweetheart underneath, you know? And it's kind of like, in terms of personality, what we do a lot of the times to protect ourselves from being hurt or to protect someone else from being hurt, you know, we act a certain way, we do this, do that in order to keep ourselves protected in the sense, if that makes sense which is another thing an arm, armor can do to protect you from the outside. Oh my God, sorry. <clears throat> I was, we already referenced fairy tale, but I see, and you already referenced Urza. I want to do it again. Because you saying armor, because she did it in like, they, she portrayed that in a lot more of a literal sense, especially in the beginning of the show. Because sometimes I like, even though I'm rewatching near the end, I'm still rewatching some previous episodes in the beginning. I don't know, nostalgia, comfort sake. But um, there's this one, like in one episode, in the beginning, um, they get tr tickets to like a hot spring, and Lucy's sitting in the hot spring, and she's like, "Oh, it's so refreshing." And Ursa's like, "Yeah, it's great." And then she stands up, and she's fully in armor. And then Lucy's like, "Are you just gonna stay like that?" And she's like, "I don't know. I'm just more comfortable like this." And like, she never gets out of her armor because that's like her shield. Her like that's how she protects herself from the outside world. But then after that whole, you know, her arc happened, her self development, she broke through that. But this was like right before that happened. So I think it was really showing of what you were talking about. That is true. That is so true. I was thinking about that with Ursa when you, like, as soon as you were like, but I need to add something else. Because I'm like, oh, right, Ursa, like, never takes that armor off. And there was, like, a couple episodes that were, like, specifically talking about this. 
And even when she was younger, because it like stemmed from when she was younger and she wasn't able to protect her friends and wasn't protect her, able to protect herself. So then she finally had the armor. So she always felt like she would be able to protect everyone. And I just felt like, uh, we love Urza. But um, <laughs> she's like literally a queen. Um, But yeah, she's like amazing. But yes, I love how all of us were able to make connections thanks to Jamie's just mind-boggling response because that was everything pause 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 it was because of your your description of power and disguises like <laughs> Roshni, back me up please <laughs> i'm gonna back neither of you up and just say that both of you are amazing uh-huh. oh thank you i appreciate it you're amazing too Wait, i'm not totally backing both of you up <laughs> Oops. Anyway, Illy. Anyway. Okay, so I think this is like, became like a really great conversation. I think we've made some really like, impactful points, you know? I think people are going to be like, whoa, that really hit me, you know? Yeah. So that made me cringe. I apologize. But um, anyway. I have one more thing. I think, I hope I can phrase this right. So far, I've been like all over the place. Like, word, word, word. No, That's you have not. My Don't mind lie, baby. No. Microsoft. Um. Okay. Um. 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 <laughs> um. Okay. So basically, there's like something I guess where if you wear a disguise too long, then I think that it might become part of you. Like, I think that in certain cases, like, especially when it comes to, in my opinion, plastic surgery, and, like, when you're, like, altering yourself to fit into a certain societal ideal, that you can, like, sort of begin to feel like something that is sort of like crafted i guess rather than something that you already had that that can be that can like sort of mess with your identity a lot especially like when you like when you start interacting with other people and you become used to interacting with other people in that sort of mindset then you like also become affected by your disguise and how people perceive perceive that like i think for me the best example would be with like female performers like i know some of y'all maybe saw chloe's performance at the vmas and that was like really out of what's the word it was really different for her since it was her first solo performance or solo VMA performance like on on stage and she was away from her sister too and it was a lot more um it was a lot more out there rather <laughs> it was a lot more out there and so she also had like broken down as soon as she got off stage and I think that like when people begin to perceive you in those sorts of like personas that it can like really start to mess with your head not to say that that's a 
that what she was doing was a bad thing, but it was different from how she is as a person rather than how she is as a performer. That's a really good point. And I think this is like something, because I remember in my women's studies class last year, we were talking about women of color performers and how we automatically are seen as um, raunchy or we're doing too much or we're putting way too much out there or whatever it is, or it's wrong or it's nasty or something like that. Like the WAP performance at the Grammys, they read that for filth, even though it's just women being able to express their sexuality in a way they have never been able to before, or if they wanted to, they've had to do it in private because of how people have come at them. And so it's really sad because like, I'm, I'm that person who's like, you are literally everything without, you know, no matter what you decide to do in order to represent your performance or whatever, because you are just that talented. Like Chloe sis is so freaking talented. Her voice is literally angelic and she is so talented. And that breaks my heart that after the performance, she was, she had a breakdown because I'm like, you, you nailed that. But it's also like, I don't want her to get to this point of completely leaving her roots in a sense, because I've just known like her as an artist for the longest time. And, you know, it has been like over the year though, it's been like over the past year, she's been coming into her, like herself now. And I think it's been really great to be able to see her become more comfortable with herself and to be able to, um, be more comfortable in her skin and be able to show off what God blessed her with and everything like that. And to be proud of that, instead of hiding that, I give it to her, you know, and stuff like that. So I think even as fans, we like, we want to make sure that she's okay mentally that, you know, she doesn't want to, she doesn't feel that she has to do too much at one time or she has to do too little at one time. We just want her to be comfortable in everything that she does. Because that's what we all want to do. We all want to be able to get to that point in our lives where we are totally able to accept ourselves. And even if we're not necessarily proud of every single thing, to be able to get to a point where we're like, you know, this is me. And you can take it or leave it, but I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And if you don't like it, fine. But I'm not going to keep trying to change myself in order to appease you. And I think that's what, you know, we always try to put disguises up and stuff like that to kind of prevent us from doing that. But at the same time, that's you. Be you. That's, you are the only person who can be you. So do that. The second you said, this is me, I started thinking of the Camp Rock song. Oh, no. <laughs> this is This is me. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be now. I'm sorry, it's the first thing I thought of. Oh, darn it. (laughs) Go ahead, Jamie. Camp Rock. (laughs) Excellent point. Excellent point. Very thought provoking. I think we should all sit on that for a bit. Um, because why not? Camp Rock, literally, I... Darn it, I don't need this in my head. Oh, about to go listen to the whole soundtrack, the first one and the second one, and move on with life. But um, anyway, that was a great conversation. I love that. Or a great point in our conversation. Any other points that you all would like to make? We think we said everything. 
I think this is a great conversation. I thought it was very productive. I thought we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of moments where we were, I don't know, we <laughs> we had some funny moments in between. Um, so this is fun. I really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you all for joining me once again. The trio here that we have, the anime fans. Hmm. I said thank you for joining us. Oh, we look forward to these things because you know college is not fun but you know it is what it is all right readers and listeners thank you for hearing us out being crazy and whatnot but to also talk about deception and disguise sit back and think about what do you do in your life that connects to deception and disguise and what you need to fix <laughs> you don't need to fix anything but we all need to get to the point where you know Deceptions and disguises, disguises are fun for a bit. They're not fun for a long time when you just keep doing it because that's not you. And we want you to be you because that's the best you you can be. I don't know what I would just said, but you know, we're, <laughs> we're going to move on. I apologize for us being kind of off the rails today. It's Friday, we're turning up, but guess what's out now? Our October 2021 issue. Yeah, we're going to be, we're vibing, we're living, we're giving everything. I don't know what, okay, I'm really going to stop now. Um, It's fall, officially. We're going to be turning up. Get some apple cider. Go to, like, you know, get some warm apple cider. Go to Starbucks, get a pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice latte if you would like. Wear those boots and those sweaters and those leggings. Do it. And then, <laughs> sorry, I'm going the rails today. And then... Go to the pumpkin patch or get a little pumpkin and put it <laughs> put it on your doorstep. Just get all the fall things. Okay, thank you guys so much. Happy Halloween. Happy October. Happy fall. 